What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The Riley and Kimmy Show has a special announcement, one in regards to the Orlando Tulane Comic Con, which, by the way, is bringing this episode of the Riley and Kimmy Show. Now, for past, oh, maybe a week or so, we've been talking about there might be an addition to the Orlando Tulane Comic Con, already a jam-packed amount of guests who will be appearing. Well, right now, we have the show promoter, with us, joining the Riley and Kimmy Show to tell us about the latest additions, the latest guests that have been added to the Orlando Toy Comic Con. Who is going to be there, Mike Priest? Well, Patrick, we are uh, lucky enough to get um, Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palamati, Whoa. which we are very, very fortunate to add these two uh, very talented people uh, to the show, uh, guest list. Now, I I can't believe you did this. I mean, you you've been hinting. Uh, for several days that this might be happening, and it's finally happened. It's going to be on January 31st, is Sunday, appearing at the Holiday Inn right by Universal Studios. Uh, do you have enough room for uh, these guests? I mean, this is going to be a this is going to be a jam packed show. It, it's definitely a, a smaller venue. Um, I don't want people to get discouraged just thinking it that it's a hotel show and it, it's not going to be a very good show. Um, Actually, I do want to encourage people that it is going to be a jam-packed room, um, very busy, and uh, I want to encourage people to visit their local comic shops uh, to purchase the tickets ahead of time. That will uh, speed things along. Won't be a long wait, and you can get in there and get in line and you know to your favorite artist and get your book signed, which you know is actually no, no charge. Um, the thing that separates the Atlanta Twin Comic Con from other shows is that it's very family-friendly. It's affordable. Uh, it's a $15 admission with free parking, um, not like some of the other larger shows to where you're paying $40, 50 60 even $70 to get in. So, it, it, like I said, it's family-friendly, family-affordable. Uh, we're just looking to have a good time there. Now, and, and, I mean, I'm not trying to scare anybody here, but you might want to get those tickets ahead of time because there is a chance that, you, I mean, you could get to the point where you can only let so many in at a time, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it's very, very possible. We we had never expected this much, uh, I mean, this big of a guest list. It, it, things kind of fell right, and we were lucky enough to have them. Um, I encourage people, we, we do have locations to where you can purchase tickets around town. Uh, of course, you can get them at Mike's Comics in the Florida Mall area. If you're out in the Claremont area, you can go see Todd at Heroes Haven. If you're in the Sanford area, you can go visit Tyson at Comic Central. Uh, if you're in the East Orlando area, you can go see Al at Epic Comics. Um, and if you live on West 50, um, Crumbs World also has tickets. Uh, if you're on 436 by the 408, Hudson Comics has tickets. So I, I really, really encourage people to get their tickets ahead of time. Just, you know, like I said, we, we can expedite, expedite things, get people in there quicker. We're going to have two lines for people that already have their ticket compared to people that want to purchase tickets. So uh, uh, please, please do that. All right. And we have a link to the Orlando Toy and Comic Con right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. So let's just run down the quick list here. You got Amanda Connor. You got Jimmy Palamani. And let's see, Tony S. Daniel, right? Correct. Uh, John Lehman. 
and Billy Tushy and Darwin Cook. Those are the big names. Oh, uh, yeah. It doesn't get much bigger. Um, <laughs> you know, we're, we're really proud of our guest list. I mean, these are, um, you know, really, really top-tier names that you see at some of the you know, largest shows in the country. And we we're lucky enough to have them, um, you know, like I said, at our location at an affordable price. A very easy parking. I, everything about the show is just going to be easy. It just may get a little busy in there. And you you will also have vendors too. Uh, what is it like? One hundred tables or so that you have? We have about a hundred tables, about fifty vendors. Um, we have everything from comic books to action figures. Uh, we have one large vendor coming from out of state with uh, Disney collectibles. Uh, you know, let's see. I mean, we were we're sponsored by about 12 comic book stores alone, so everyone will be there. Um, if you, your favorite store will be there. Uh, we're going to have raffles, door prizes. Uh, we're, we're just going to have a good time there. And Looking you, forward to it. And you can't forget the costume contest. Can I forget the costume contest? You're going to have Which, a costume contest. We're going to have a costume contest. It, it's going to be outside by the pool. Um We'll probably do the costume contest between 2 and 3 o'clock, probably a little bit closer to 2. Um, it's going to be in a couple categories, um, you know, adult, child, you know, and then maybe toddler. Uh, we're working at the details on that. But we do know that we are giving away $5, $500 in cash prizes for the costume contest. Fantastic. This has really gotten big. I mean, I've been to your other Orlando Toy and Comic Cons, and, and they're, I mean, I recommend them to, you know, the past ones to everybody. I know all the nerds and geeks, but this one's, I mean, this is even bigger. This is the biggest one, right? This, um, well, it's not the biggest in size, but it is, it is definitely the biggest one. You know, normally I have one or two headliners as, as far as guests. Um, you know, but like I said, I, I've been blessed enough and lucky enough um you know, you know, to get some additional talent um, through friends and, and and through people that have done my show before. Um, so uh, yeah, this is this is definitely the biggest one I've done by far, and it, it's really good for for the local people. Like I said, especially the families to where you're you're walking in the cons to where you're, you know, you're spending three hundred dollars to walk in just the door alone. Um, you know, I, I you know we don't have any media people there, so other than if you want to get a sketch by the artist, which I can't guarantee which ones are going to sketch and which ones aren't, but, uh, you know, everything they, they sign, they sign for free. Um, comic people are a little different than the media guests. Uh, they, they love their fans. They, you know, they love reaching out to them and it's a pleasure to have them and, you know, sign, sign the books. And some of them may allow selfies too at the table, I would assume. Yeah. Well, most of them I know are pretty good with, you know, with selfies. Um, yeah. I mean, and, and there's no charge for that either. Um, you, you know, you may get an artist who's in the middle of a sketch and maybe too busy to do that. And it, it really depends upon the yeah, crowd. And, and we're hoping that we're going to have an average crowd. Um, you know, you, you will have a little more time with the artist than you would at a big show to where there's a hundred people, you know, online. We're, we're not expecting that, that kind of crowd, but you know, you, you know, you do get up close to them. You do, Get to talk to him a little bit longer. All right, Michael. I'm going to let you get back to planning the big event here, and I want you to come back on the Riley and Kimmy show anytime you want to uh, talk about the Orlando Toy and Comic Con. Okay, well, we definitely won't be announcing any more guests, but, you know, once again, I do want to encourage people to uh, stop into your um, local comic shop and, and, and buy tickets in advance. The Riley and Kimmy show. The Riley and Kimmy show. Toys, movies, comics, and so much more. The Riley and Kimmy Show.
And the more that you listen, the more that you know the Riley and Kimmy Show. This episode of the Riley and Kimmy Show is being brought to you by the Orlando Toy and Comic Con, which is happening January 31st, the last Sunday of the month at the Holiday Inn on Kirkman Road, right across from Universal Studios. Now, somebody who will be at the Orlando Toy and Comic Con on January 31st is artist Humphrey Ching. But Humphrey's going to be making an appearance somewhere a little bit, uh, well, a little bit sooner, a little bit quicker. He's going to be debuting, well, not actually, well, I guess it is a debut. It's his first appearance that I'm aware of in January 2016. And he will be at Nerdtropolis Comics in Ormond Beach, Florida, which is basically Daytona Beach. Hello, Humphrey. Welcome to the Riley and Kimmy Show. Hello, Patrick. Are you all ready for your big appearance? It is your first appearance, right, in, in, uh, in January? Uh, yeah, it's going to be my first um, show or whatever. Like, uh, yeah, first appearance for January. Your first signing, your first uh, your first uh, chance to pick up Humphrey Prince for 2016. Yep, it's going to be my first my first event for 2016. So. And your first time at Nerdtropolis Comics. Yep. So. Never, never been there. And so my question for you is. Are you bringing anything special? Are you bringing something new with you? Is there a chance of that? Um, I, like uh, I have my prints over there. Nothing, nothing, um, nothing new because I haven't really worked on anything new. Okay. So, been kind of just kind of taking it easy during the holidays. Well, we understand that, but you yeah. you will be bringing plenty of beautiful art, right? Uh, yeah, uh, I'll have all my prints there. Um, I'll probably have a poster with me, too. Um, maybe some posters. I don't know. We'll see. Which posters do you think that you're going to bring? Uh, definitely my Batman poster. Oh, I, I mean, love that Batman poster. Yeah, the one with all the villains and stuff. Yeah. Um, actually, all my posters right now are at Gods and Monsters, but they have it behind the counter. So. Oh, <laughs> so if somebody wants to get a poster right now, you know, after they, they hear this, maybe let's say a Wednesday, which is happens to be comic book day, they could just go out to gods and monsters and ask for a Humphrey poster. Yeah. Like you can ask them though. They have them behind the counter. So if, if you wanted to see one of my posters, at gods and monsters, just ask for Humphrey's posters behind the counter. Now is it, <laughs> this is kind of under the table kind of posters, you know, but they're not X rated, right? I mean, they, they are safe for the entire family, right? Yeah, they're safe for the entire family. So, uh, so your under the table posters or under the counter posters is is that where the Harley poster is? Yeah, that's where the Harley poster is. And it's so, a pre- it's a pretty wicked Harley poster. Uh, yeah, it's 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 one of my best sellers. Um, a lot of people like it. So, I also heard that um, from someone from Gods and Monsters said that uh, that someone was actually interested in buying it. So. But I guess they had to ship it or something because oh. they So it's yeah. still there. It's waiting to go home. It's waiting to go to somebody's bat cave. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can find it at Gods and Monsters for this month. So if you're in the area. And, and they're out on iDrive. Very easy to find. I'll buy the theme parks and everything. Mm-hmm. And wait a minute. You actually have one that's displayed. I know for a fact it's displayed over by the oh, – I'm going to – Outworld Lounge, is that what they call it? The it, Outland, Outworld, whatever whatever their uh, sci-fi kind of uh, lounge is, bar area, 
club area, you can you can find your poster there. Yeah, I have my Psylocke poster like right on the corner of the bar and going into the bathroom. So yeah, you'll see my Psylocke poster. You can't miss it because if you're if you're in need to pee, it's right there. You know, I did check the the bathroom. You you're not in there. Oh yeah, that, that's a good thing. Well, I didn't know. You know, Todd and Don are kind of smart. You know, and, you know, good marketers and, you know, people do spend some time in a bathroom, so it might be a good place to actually put something up. I hope they don't spend too much time. Well, you, you'll love this for you. I worked at a radio station a long time ago. That's where they insisted some of their uh, display ads go in the stalls. Well, I, I see I see people display ads and stuff in bars and stuff. So, so you I, know, I, I wasn't when I I wasn't kidding when I. Went and looked. I, I wasn't trying to offend you that day. I, I was being serious. I thought, well, maybe, you know, these guys are kind of out there thinking, you know, maybe uh, maybe one of them actually put stuff in there. Yeah, right? Like, uh, that would be funny. I mean, you get, like, all the, the, the you know, when you, when you, when you take a, a dump and when you flush the toilet, all the shit particles, like, oh, sorry. I don't know if I can curse. <laughs> oh, you just did. Go ahead. Keep going. That, that was Humphrey Ching there. All the all the crap that come like the particles or the whatever when you flush the toilet it kind of like sprinkles into the air and flies around and that's why you get like kind of this like mildew kind of thing like in your bathroom if you ever notice that and um, that's why they always have like they always tell you to put the seat down or put like a cover on your toothbrush a lot of people don't know that so. You know, so if they did put someone's art in the bathroom, that would really suck because all the shit particles would be on the, like their their artwork. So, uh, thank you for the hygiene tip there, the health <laughs> t- the health the Humphreys health tip. I learned that back in college, where well, I also did, did a piece back in college, a Darth Maul piece that's hanging up in a, uh, what you call it, the Hourglass Brewery. Now, I saw that before you, you took it to the Hourglass. It's gorgeous, and I can't believe you, you did that like 10 years ago, right? I did 10 years ago, but then like um, I kind of – well, I actually – yeah, about ten, like more than 10 years, I think. And um, uh, I actually like kind of went back into it and just kind of re- retouched it a little bit. Like I kind of repainted – well, let me tell you the story. What happened was I started retouching – I wanted to retouch it and I started retouching it. Then I started getting really into it. And then I kind of like ended up repainting the whole thing. Like, like, well, some of it, most of it. And, um, basically it's, it's technically it's, it's kind of like a new painting in a way, but not. <laughs> wow. Cause I kind of re like ended up repainting it and, yeah, it's it's hanging up at the hourglass now as as part of their Star Wars show that they're doing. So like um and that's, yeah, there's a lot of great artwork for sale for for their Star Wars event. So And that's in Longwood, Florida. Yeah, Longwood, Florida at the Hourglass Brewery. Um <clears throat> they're they're also gonna have like a special um artist night for for that event. Um Later on this month, I believe. So, yeah, like, uh, actually, I'm looking it up right now when the event is. Well, that's good. I take it you will be appearing at that special event? Yeah, I'll be at that event. It's on 
January 23rd. And the event starts at 4 p.m. to whenever. It's a Saturday. So, um, yeah, if, if you're in the area and you want to meet some local artists that have done, like, Star Wars stuff, come by on January 23rd at the Hourglass Brewery. And, and see Humphrey's art. Yeah, see my, my awesome Darth Maul piece that I did, like, 10 years ago and re, redid <laughs> now, is this acrylic oil? Yeah, it's a uh, it's it's acrylic and gouache. Okay. Yeah. Now, actually, the funny thing, if you want to hear the, the the really funny story about this, is that I started repainting it, and since I haven't like I do mostly digital art now, so a lot of my um, traditional media, like I don't really do as often anymore. Okay. Like this time, I felt like, hey, you know, let me let me go back, let me retouch it, you know. And this is the reason why, like, I ended up like redoing everything, is because that um, when I was going to retouch it, like I like I started retouching it, and then I realized half of my paints were all dried up. Oh wow! Because I haven't used them for like over ten years. Oh wow! Because these are the same paints that I was using. When I was in college, so it's like, you know, but I've been, I, I've used it like after college too, but it's been so long since I, I touched them. So they've all dried out. So like I was at a dilemma where I was just like, kind of, I don't know how to kind of figure out, like, I just had to use anything I had, you know, in my art bucket, like in my art like box. So like whatever colors I could find and whatever, I just had to like make it work. So basically, I took some acrylics, I took some gouache, even some oils, believe it or not. <laughs> wow. And I just like kind of, you know, like just did, you know, like just kind of mashed it up and made it work. And yeah, I'm pretty, pretty happy with the outcome. It, like I, well, it looks good. I love it. I mean, I, I liked what I saw when you showed it to me in your uh, in your bat cave. It, it looked really cool. And... Uh, what you saw and what you showed me on social media looks really good. <clears throat> the oh yeah, the the post that I posted up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like um yeah, I'm actually pretty happy like how it came out. Like um like I I thought that uh that uh I wasn't going to be happy with it, but but um I'm actually pretty happy. Yeah. yeah. I, I wish you'd let me uh, videotape that part when we did a tour of your collection recently, but you restricted me from showing any art, you know, that you have done or were working on, but I, I would have loved to have uh, shown that. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> wait. Uh, wait, say it again? Well, you know, when you allowed me to do a video uh, tour before you and I went out to uh, a certain comic book store uh, on our little nerd run, uh, you restricted me from filming any or video recording any uh, art of yours. Oh yeah. Cause I was, I was still in the process of like getting stuff done. And like, I, like I, I really don't like showing people my, my artwork when it's not done. Like, you know, cause it's like, like I don't want to show them like, you know, like, um, what do you call it? If it's not, if it's, if, if it's not finished yet, like sometimes I, I feel like self-conscious about, the way it looks, maybe like right. I'm, just, 
I'm done with it, I guess, like, you know, but, um, plus it's like, you know, like, I, I kind of wanted to reveal it, you know, like, uh, on, you know, when, when, when I am done with it, so. Now, I know you're going to love this part. For those that missed the tour of Humphrey's collection, please check it out. We have it right on our website at RileyAndKimmy.com on our Facebook page as well. Be able to check out that tour. I know you love that part, don't you? You you love me pushing that video. Oh yeah, that's that that's awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and actually, with that video, there's a part one, part two. I can't remember which one's which. Oh, the tour of your uh, collections, part one, and then part two is a tour of a big comic book store in Melbourne, Florida, uh, called Famous Faces and Funnies. And Humphrey's walking around looking for things to add to his collection. And that's on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Yeah, that <clears throat> that was fun going to um, uh, Famous Faces. The that that was a that was, that was a really cool store. Like, um, I'm I'm impressed how how huge it is. Yeah, it, it's big and it's not empty big. It's big and filled with stuff. Yeah, it's like it's pretty pretty impressive. Like I was like, wow, like you know. Like, like too bad I, I live so far away because I'd be there all the time. Well, now you're going to go back. We we can't reveal exactly when, but we know you're going to be there at a future event. Hey, they'll they'll have me there. You know, anytime I'll, I'll I'll go there. Wow. So Rick and Sean from Famous Faces and Funnies, you heard that Humphrey's available. Yeah, I, I love the store, and Rick is awesome. Like I've met Rick and. He's a he's a really cool guy, and people, if like you haven't been there yet, you should go and, and check it out because it's a it's really impressive. It's huge. Yeah, it's it's really nice, and we can't stress uh, enough about them. And they will have Tony S. Daniel appearing for a signing coming up on Saturday, January thirtieth, the day before he appears at the Orlando Toy and Comic Con. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, Tony Daniel since uh, he did the the tenth back in I think I believe it was Image. Mm. That's, that's going back a ways, buddy. Yeah, like I I used to love like um I used to love the the tenth like uh, I thought it was cool back when I was in college. Wow. I think I think because it's like like I like I love the 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 girl character. She looked kind of punky and stuff. So it was kind of cool. And I remember when they came out the action figures for it, like I was trying to hunt them down for like the longest time. But yeah, they were really hard to come by, I remember. <clears throat> and you don't have any? Uh, no, I, I oh. like they, they They were really rare. Like I went hunting for them. Like I think KB had them. And then after a while, like they kind of, they kind of just like, like, uh, what do you call it? Um, I I didn't even see them at the, the toys, uh, the comic book stores. Like not even a lot of comic book stores. Even if they did have it, it would sell out like crazy. Well, you know this is good because hopefully you're going to go to not as a guest, unfortunately, because of booking things that happen, but as an attendee. I hope you go to the Deland Toy Show, the Deland Comic Book Collectible Show, because I know of at least one vendor there that might have stuff like that. What you're looking for. Pop, pop culture playground they they can find just about anything i think and i know one of the members of 
pop culture playground be listening to this episode, and that is Tom Raup. And I'm telling be looking for be look for that, you know, go out there and look for that action figure for our good friend here, Hump. He will be he'll be so happy if you you have one. Yeah, that that was a pretty cool um, action figure because it came with like that like huge ass like it, it kind of looked like Pit. I don't know if you remember the tenth. No, I don't. Okay, yeah. Well, the tenth was like I I don't really remember the comic that well because it's been a while. But um, yeah, I think like it was a girl. And then, uh, like, um, and she had like, a, like a character that was kind of like the tenth, uh, the, the 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 pit, like Dale Known. Okay. Pit. Okay. It's like a big hulky kind of guy with like claws. Like, um, yeah, it looked pretty cool. Like, it was really, it was. Uh, I remember when back in college, I used to love the art. I was a big fan of it. <clears throat> now, are and, you are you gonna get something signed by Tony? Uh yeah. You're gonna right. you're, you're gonna nerd out on me. I, I this is gonna be good. <clears throat> yeah, I, I still have my uh, battle for the cowl stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. That was a really cool run that he did. So. <clears throat> well, you'll you'll have a chance to have him sign it either at Famous Faces and Funnies on the 30th or at the Orlando Toy and Comic Con on the 31st. Yeah, I'm excited for the Orlando Toy Comic Con because. Yeah, are you gonna be, wait? A minute, are you even gonna be at your own table? Or are you just gonna abandon your table and go run in a muck and be a little nerd? <clears throat> um, sometimes I do that. I oh no, 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 hump! <laughs> I will admit I do that at certain cons. Um, no, especially ones that are really dead. <laughs> well, this one's not gonna be really dead. I guarantee that. I don't think t- like this one's gonna be good. Like, you know, like, I the toy con con shows are are always like packed full of people so do, do i need to go out to the store tomorrow pick up a leash like a real long like dog leash and just you know shackle you to your table so you can't leave you can only go a few feet in front of your table that's it back <laughs> get back yeah nah, i'll probably end up trapping myself inside my my table because like full of the stuff that i have I, I think it's probably gonna be pretty packed like table. Will you have that one of those brand new pieces that I know you're working on at this show at the OTCC, the Orlando Toy Comic Con? Uh, yeah, well, uh, I'll see because um, like uh, I'm gonna see if I if I can you know have it there. I'm not sure if um the the person it's actually a commission, but um like uh I gotta see if the person. Will let me hold it a little longer, I guess. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm gonna maybe make it make it, maybe I'll make it into a print or something. I was kind of hoping you were going to do that. I was kind of you know hinting. I was hoping that was the case. Yeah, like um, I did say I was gonna make a print out of it, so I probably will All end right. up doing that when I get a chance. <clears throat> but yeah, that's probably gonna be one of the new pieces that I have. So. And it's a Joker Harley piece. You might see it. He might post it from time to time on his Facebook page. You got to check it out. It is gorgeous. It's beautiful. I mean, uh, that Joker is scary to me. It's one of the scariest ones I've ever seen. <laughs> it's the eyes. I mean, you got you've captured insanity quite well. And it's not cartoony 
crazy. That's my point. You know, it's it's like real life crazy. <laughs> yeah, I try. I try to get get the the craziness. Did you look in the mirror when you drew the eyes? No, I was actually looking at a picture of you. But... Oh well, thank you. I, I'm glad. And you you captured the hair. That's good. That's good. Smile <laughs> too. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I just love you, man. You are my brother. Thank you. <laughs> Didn't miss a beat there. That's good. <laughs> just for you, I'm going to burn extra copies of the uh, of the uh, video that you just recently did, and I'll have it available at our table at the Orlando Toy Comic Con. <laughs> How's that? And you know what? Just for you, buddy, I'm going to lift a still off of the video, and I'll have it available for signings for you. How's that? <laughs> Here's a still of Humphrey. Have him sign it. <laughs> Come on, buddy. You want to dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Let's go. <laughs> Oh, uh, you got me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Like, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> now, see, this is kind of fun. We're going to have it at the Orlando Toy Comic Con. Yeah, this is this is the, the craziness that we go through. And we're going to have, you know, basically have the same thing a little bit earlier, and that's going to be at Nerdtropolis Comics in Ormond Beach, Florida. And you're not traveling alone. I'm going to get in trouble. You won't because you're Mr. Innocent. I'm the one who always gets blamed for stuff because we have completely forgotten to mention Somebody that you're traveling with, or you're going to be appearing with. We, we forgot to mention one of your, your artist colleagues. We've, we forgot to mention one, and that is Big Chris Butler. Yes, he's going he's gonna to be with me at the Nerdtropolis show, and he's also going to be with me at um, uh, 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 Toy Comic Con. You're right, the Orlando Toy mm-hmm. and Comic Con. Both of you will be together. You play nice, obviously, together, because you know, I see you from time to time together, so... Obviously, there's no rivalry there. No, there's not. There's not a lot of rivalry, and, and I mean, it's it's only up, like among like like you know some people if they if they're I don't know. It's, it's, it, I guess it's it's up to the person if they if you know. But I, I don't really find a whole lot of rivalry in in like the you know the con scene or the art scene because it's like. You know, everybody has their own style. Everybody does their own thing, you know? So it's like, you know, you know I mean. Well, that's a real cool thing because I, you know, I'm, I consider you a very good friend and, and some of the people we both know to be be friends of mine that are friends of yours. And I don't sense, at least, any jealousy, you know, of any rivalry thing, you know, like, oh, boy, he's been selling some prints and, or she and I, I haven't been selling any or, you know, not getting any commissions and that that one is. I mean, I don't. I don't sense that at all. I actually sense like a brotherhood, sisterhood thing going on. Yeah. Well, you know, like, it, like it's 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 nice to it, like you know, that it's like that, like with you know, because I know, I know, I could get kind of competitive as, at times with like you know, especially like if you're like, I don't know. That's the one thing I think I I, I really love about like the whole art scene Orlando, I guess, or central Florida. It's like, you know, a lot, there's a lot of like unity here and there's a lot of, um, you know, people who support each other and try to help out each other, you know? So it's, it's a, it's a, it's a good art scene. Like, you know, I mean, you go up North or like, you know, out to the West coast and stuff like that. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of competition, you know? But over here, it's it's a I mean, it's kind of nice because like there's not there's not a like a like a 
big I don't really feel like there's a big rivalry. I mean some some people might, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's different with me, but you know, but I don't see it like that. I, for me it's just like I see everybody doing their own thing, you know, and you we you know, like I try to help out whoever I, like I can help out, you know. And like there's other people who who have helped me out in the past, some which I, you know, like will will you know, like like uh, I can name like um uh the Raven Wolves. Ah, Graven and Monica. Monica and Graven Raven Wolf, yeah. They they've they've helped me out a lot in the past. Um, Nathan Zerdy. So it's like, you know, these guys are, are great people. Like, um they, you know, like uh you know, they're they're great artists, you know, and I respect all every artist that that do the show. So, you know. I mean, it, it's a to me it doing these shows and these cons it's an outlet from like my real job. So, you know, it's like, it's actually what I want to do. So and I actually have fun with it. And I enjoyed the, the, the company of like all these other artists, you know, that I can get to talk to them and we get to geek out and stuff like that. So, all right, let's, let's just for the fun of it. I don't think we've ever talked about this before. If Humphrey had his dream come true, what is it art wise? What is your dream? What what do you want to be doing? What is if just somebody the right person's walking through the Orlando Toy Comic Con or at Nerdtropolis and can snap their fingers and make it happen, what is it? I don't you know I I don't I don't really know like anymore because like there was a time where I wanted to be a comic book artist. But now it's like it's come to a point where I don't know if I really want to do comics because it's like, it's a lot of work and it's, it's a lot of, you know, a lot of people don't realize how hard it is to be a comic book artist. And I think like, like I was telling you earlier today, like comic book artists are probably, it's like probably the, one of the, the hardest, like artist jobs in, in the field. Like if not the hardest, it, it it's like, it's got to be one of the hardest, and a lot of people don't realize that. A lot of people think that, you know, who want to get into the comic book business, it's um, it's just a, you know, a bunch of people drawing a bunch of pretty pictures, but it's not like that at all, you know. Is part and, of, well, is part of it because of the time restraints? I mean, somebody gives you a script, and, and maybe it's loose script or it's a theatrical type script, meaning they detail everything, and they say, okay, we need this out of you, Hump, in how many days? I mean. And you got to deliver. Is that part of it? Why it makes it the toughest? Yeah, because like you know, you you know, the comic needs to, you know, you're making your money by, like, getting issues done. You know, so if you if you make, you know, if you if you do like one issue, you're only gonna get paid for that one issue. Like I, like the amount of pages are you know, the amount of work you do in that one issue, you know? So, like, um, it's like some people have to do more than one issue to, like, really, you know, like, really survive, you know? And and you don't own those characters, so you're not getting royalties off of those characters. Yeah, like, well, 
some people might, but you know. That, that's rare. Let's let's re- mostly you won't you know you won't be getting a royalty off the character. Yeah, mostly you won't, and it's like it's it's difficult, man. It's like you know, people don't realize like you're not just drawing a bunch of pretty people. You're, you gotta draw everything. You gotta draw backgrounds. You gotta draw c- cityscapes. You gotta draw cars. You gotta know how to draw everything, and. A lot of people don't realize that when it comes down to comic books. It's like, um, on top of it, forget about just drawing everything. You got to know how to draw everything in all different perspectives and angles and, you know, situations, you know. And the most important is, like, you got to know how to tell a story. If you don't know how to tell a story, you're never going to, you know, make it in the comic book industry because, like, you know, like that's what doing comics is all about. It's about telling a story, you know. And I mean, you might make it if you draw, if your art is like really outstandingly beautiful, you know. Like it, it you know, and you you become like this phenomenon that people just love for no reason, you know, because of your artwork. But you know, and some people get away with it, you know. But but I think, you know, but the masters, like, you know, out there, you know, the, 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 like, the, you know, the people, you know, the old school comic artists, you know, like your John Buscemas and um, uh, John Romita Jun, uh, Sr. and even Jr., you know, like we were talking about John Romita Jr. and, like, People don't give him a lot of respect anymore because, like, I guess it's this this day and age. Like, the young kids they don't they don't understand his art, but it's like it's it's very sad because he's probably one of the the one of the last like true comic book artists in the industry, and a lot of people don't appreciate it. You know, it's like he's one of the 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 last guys who's who's actually doing it like the old school way, you know, like he's, he, you know, he, he's doing it like the old, you know, like, I mean, he's still doing it like in his own way, like a more modern, but I mean, it comes from like, you know, the, you know, him and the Kuberts and everybody, you know, they come from, you know, that old school, like, you know, like, um, like what you call it format, I guess, or whatever you want to say, but, um, but yeah, but yeah, like, <clears throat> but yeah, but I mean, being a comic book artist is, it's a, it's a very difficult, you know. Well, one of the things when I talked with Rob, uh, Gilray recently of, uh, Chu, he was talking about one of the things that can be hard cause he, de- Chu's independent. So he and John Lehman, you know, they're answering to themselves for the most part, but they, t- he told me like when he does like a cover or does a character that is, uh, is licensed maybe from somebody else to the publishing house, he has to answer to multiple individuals. He has to answer to the comic book company, the editor, and he has to answer to whoever owns that license image. And sometimes they they clash. The comic book company will say, "Hey, that's great," and the other will say, "Oh no, that's not going to work." And then they they fight over the art 
telling the artist, well, you got to change this and change that. And so that's something they have to deal with from time to time too. Oh yeah, I believe it because I used to do, um, I used to design stuff for like character license stuff for, um, for a big accessory company. Like, um, uh, back in one of my older jobs, my other jobs that I used to do. And, um, I used to design, uh, like licensed character stuff. And, um, yeah, it's, it's very, very difficult, you know, like, uh, when, when it comes down to licensing, because, you know, some license, like, you know, like Nickelodeon, for example, and Disney, like they have certain, you know, colors that they use for their, for their characters. And like, you have to stick with those colors and you have to go by their like artwork, you know, that they send you. And, you know, um, like, I don't know, like if that's the same with some of the stuff with the comp, like, you know, the, the mainstream comic stuff, you know, but I'm, I'm sure like when it comes down to like, products and stuff like that i'm sure it's the same thing so it's not all easy it's not all fun and you know everybody getting along and having a great old time and and here let's get this rumor this one's this one's always been around for a long time is that you know everybody has a bullpen and everybody works together the writers you know uh, creating something and then hands it to the the artist and the artist just runs away with it in the same room and creates something that doesn't exist you know, the, the writer can be thousands of miles away. Yeah, that, that's the great, um, that's a great thing of like doing stuff. I mean, the internet and stuff like that, that, you know, te- technology and the advancements. Yeah. It, it's, it's great that you can work with someone like across the, the globe or like, you know, or like on, in another state. I mean, one of like one of my best friends that I work with, he he's still in New York, so me and him we we, we constantly work together on like our own comics. So um, yeah, like you know, I mean, like uh, it, it it's great. You don't have to be in the same place. You know, you can be somewhere else, and someone can do the inking, someone can do the the coloring. You know, and you know you don't have to be next to each other to do it. You know. But, um, but, you know, I mean, it has, it, it's, a it's, it's bad, like, side of it too, I guess, you know, like, you know, when, when a person is, is not next to you, I mean, maybe it's harder to, like, describe or, I don't know, you know, like, they, they, they can't really see what you're doing, uh, you know. Like, I mean, but there's, you know, there's always Skype and stuff like that. So I'm sure that that can help out too, but, you know. Well, I know one of the individuals we're friends with, the creator and writer of Stabity Bunny. Uh, He, you know, writes in Orlando, Florida, and his colorist, and I believe Inker, uh, is in the Philippines. And he communicates with on a regular basis. Uh Uh-huh. And they get the book out, and I, I don't I don't know if they're up to issue five or not. I don't remember what what issue they're at, but that that's what he does, you know. So yeah, they're not not on the same side of planet Earth together, <laughs> and they manage to make the magic happen. Yeah, <clears throat> that's that's pretty cool. There's a lot of 
cool artists out in the Philippines um, <clears throat> right now. Like I think a lot of the, a lot of like you know, uh, the artists now in the mainstream books, like are from like the Philippines or or like even like um some I think some are even in Europe maybe so. So right. they're they're obviously getting discovered by social media, right? I mean, that's how they're they're getting discovered by the books or the indie creators that want them. I mean, it's not like the old days when you started going to conventions with a portfolio in your hands. I mean, these individuals are getting discovered through their Facebook page or something or Instagram, right? Um, I don't know. I don't. I'm not really sure. Maybe some some are, you know. Maybe some. Um, I know some like. Um, uh, I know, what was it, uh, what's his name, Olivia Coipel? That sounds uh, about right. You know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, yeah, I do. Like, I know, because he's from, like, I think he's from France or something. I, I forgot where. But I, I was hearing, like, a, like, a, like, a interview that he, he did, I think. And, um, he came from, like, I think it was France or Paris or something. I think that's where he's from. I'm not, I'm not sure. I could be wrong, but I know he, he's not from the States. And I think he, he went to, like, San Diego or something. And, and um, he got discovered, like, by going to, like, a con. And I think they, like, I think he, he, he tried out for, like, Marvel or something like that. I forgot what it was, but but he got turned down or something or it was either DC or Marvel. I got which one, but then the other one picked them up, you know, cause like, and, and he was kind of, I guess like when he got turned down, he was kind of upset cause he, he traveled so far, you know? Wow. So then like, um, like, uh, what you call it? Then he ended up getting picked up. Like, cause like, like I think an editor from another, like, I don't, I, 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 I forgot the story. Like I know I've, I I heard some kind of interview or like like um I heard from somewhere that he got he ended up getting picked up, you know, like one of the editors actually saw his stuff and was blown away. So then they picked him up and then you know that's how he you know he got to be like one of the best artists in you know like wow. in the industry. So it's like you know. Well, the next time you see Roland Mann, ask him, I won't reveal this, ask him who he declined for a Marvel book. And it was a young upcoming artist. He declined, he declined <laughs> that individual for Marvel Malibu projects. And within a few months, this person had like the top selling comic book and not on Marvel. <laughs> and and Roland had, had declined him. And I want you to ask him that next time you see him. I, mean, I hope you'll see him at the Orlando Toy and Comic-Con or maybe even the Deland Show. He'll be a, a visitor. Uh, I'll let him share that story. Maybe I can get him on, on video uh, telling you that story. It's pretty cool. Oh, uh, yeah. You, you told me the story, right? Oh, you know who it is. We, let's don't reveal who it is. Um, we'll let Roland tell the story because it's really cool in Roland's own special way. Yeah, we should, we should have, like, Roland on one day and... Like, uh, we should have like a group, like, uh, well, you know, I'd love to do that. We could, we could, uh, you know, you know, we could do a, a chat and chew kind of thing. Yeah. Cause like, I love talking to Roland. He's, he's a great guy. Oh yeah. You know who else would be fun with Roland? 
and I, you and I wouldn't be able to talk. We just have to, you know, sit and listen. Maybe have uh, John Beatty there too. Oh yeah, John. John's fun, man. John's awesome. Oh yeah, I love John too. Like he, he's a he's he's a he's a funny guy. Well, see, you can help me with something. I'm trying to get John Beatty because I have a book that I loaned to John for just a few minutes because we made reference to it on one of his interviews. It's about the the history of Marvel and. He wasn't too thrilled with what's in the book, saying there's a lot of inaccuracies in his opinion. And I want him to write a book uh, with all the contacts he has, all the stories he has, and just to write a book about Marvel, the days at Marvel. And you just, you know, if, from a historical point uh, for everybody to have. Hmm. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. That would yeah. be interesting. I think it would be way cool. And I just. You know, he, he it's sort of like having a campfire when you have John Beatty around. And you just sit around and go, hey, tell me another story. Just tell me another <laughs> one, man. And, and you get the marshmallows ready. Just one more. One more, John. <laughs> yeah, John, John's a, a fun guy to, to talk to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> We're lucky. And they're both, like, really, like, uh, like I love talking to those two, like, yeah, Roland, you know, can you imagine Humphrey going to a class because you know Roland is a is a professor, he's a teacher, his class is on comic book writing and unofficially I think the history of comic books. I mean, isn't that way cool? That is really cool. <clears throat> I mean, like I wish, um, yeah, you know, like uh, I I wish I had more comic book like um people that were in the industry that that taught in my school but, um, that, that I went to. Mm. Yeah. You think but, they uh, might've, do you think they might, if that had happened, they might've scared people away? No. I mean, like, I think more people that more people would have like joined the class, I guess. Like, mm. you know, cause when I, when I was going to college, like there, there was still a lot of people that wanted to do comics. Uh, every, I, I think everybody, who goes into the art field, I guess, like, um, like going to art school, like most people who like who are nerds, I guess, want to do comedy. So do you think now, or do you think it's video games? Um, well, I would, I would think with video games, it'd be more with graphics and stuff. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I went to school for illustration. So it's like, that was like, um, you know, it's more traditional media, you know, with that, the, the graphic stuff has any, like, didn't even like, like take off yet. It was still like up and coming at the time. Like that's when the Mac started coming out with all the fancy color Macs and stuff like that. So, you know, it was, it was still, it was getting like, um, like kind of, kind of big at that time. So, but it was still pretty, pretty, um, you know, new, I think, like, with, like, you know, people doing, like, like, um, like, Photoshop paintings and stuff like that, or, like, you know, so, yeah, like, I I forgot what, what, I I had, like, like, I I was working on, like, one of the prehistoric, like, Photoshop programs of Illustrator at the time. But yeah, it's uh, fun times. Yeah. And speaking of fun times, fun times happening coming up this Saturday. That's the first fun time. That'll be at the, well, the location of Nerdtropolis Comics 
in Ormond Beach, Florida. Very easy to get to. It's right on US 1 I-95. Humphrey will be able to find it, and he gets lost quite easily. But he will be able to find this one. His GPS will take him right there. You you, you won't miss it, Humphrey. I guarantee it. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, I think I'll, I'll be all right. Uh, well, I know you'll be all right. Now, if you give me a call <laughs> and you're in Jacksonville, we'll have a problem. But, you know, you'll, you're going to be fine. It's it's very easy. I know you never get out of Orlando, Florida, basically. So. No, I do. I but I like <laughs> when I leave Orlando. I usually don't go north or south, like east or west. I usually could just go south. So. Well, you're going to be fine. It's very easy to find, and you will be there starting at 10 o'clock until two. We forgot to mention you will be there with a zombie. You will be there with a zombie. That's right. Michael Monday will be there, and he will have, I'm sure, prints you know, of his uh, Walking Dead work and maybe even some art as well, uh, some prints of uh, a piece that was done of him. I don't want to speak for him, but I think he might have those as well. And plus, he's just a plain darn cool cat to talk to. Uh, he'll talk your ear off about The Walking Dead. And his upcoming film, he's going to be in a film called uh, Keeping Up with the Joneses. I believe it's going to be released in April in theaters. Uh, nice guy, does not look like any of the disgusting creatures he's played on The Walking Dead and just somebody you can talk to for a long period of time. And then, of course, somebody I got to mention again because I will get in trouble, and that is Chris Butler will be there with beautiful art on hand. Now, does Chris, you know, forgive me with this hump, and we don't have him here to ask, but does he, at from time to time, does he sketch at, at shows and stuff? Oh, yeah. Like, Chris does, he does um, commissions, he takes commissions. So he's, he's not a shy type. He will actually be, he might, we might catch him actually sketching something. Oh yeah, like he's always sketching. Chris is like, Chris. Chris is like master sketcher. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, I had the fortune. The very first time I met Chris was at Gods and Monsters in Orlando, at where they were sketching a cosplayer, and it was just it was beautiful what he did. And I couldn't believe he was actually doing it right there and then. <laughs> it was like wow, and he was able to carry on a conversation too at the same time. And you think his sketching stuff is is amazing? You should see his um. His Copic stuff. His Copic stuff is beautiful. I have seen one piece, at least one piece comes to mind. I have seen it, and you are right. Yeah, his, his Copic stuff is probably some of the best, like, you know, that I've seen, like, in, in the in the whole con scene, like, you know, in the industry. You know, like, he, he he's he's really good at what he does. Uh, yeah, be sure to check out Chris at, you know, when you get a chance at either both shows. Um, yeah, that's right. Metropolis, you know, he'll be there and like uh, he'll have a lot of his original artwork too, I'm sure. And yeah, you could probably if you if you're a fan of the '80s, that's Chris's specialty. So like, if you love like anything from like Ghostbusters to Ninja Turtles, oh yeah, yeah, he he has all that stuff. Transformers, so, I'm sure he does, right? Yeah, he has Transformers, GI Joe, Gems. He has like Silverhawks. Oh. You know? wow. So yeah. if I throw out He-Man or Thundercats, he would probably have it. Um, I don't know if he he might have Thundercats, but I don't know about He-Man because I I'm not sure if he's he's a big fan of He-Man. No. Oh, so he's against He-Man? What the hell? I I could be wrong. I don't know. I could see you know no I have a feeling he he has drawn Skeletor one or two many you know, one two three or four times I bet. I don't I don't know. Ah, uh, come on. I'm thinking about it right oh, now. Oh, wait a minute. Shira. He he would have drawn her. Come on. He might have drawn Shira. Yeah. <laughs> he, he had to. Because Chris does a lot of like 
like pinups. So that's true. Um, yeah, he loves he loves drawing like like uh, women, like pinup women. So it's like um, he does a lot of that stuff too. Like it's really he has some really cool like pinup stuff that he does of like cosplayers and um, I, and uh, some of the DC superheroes. So yeah, it's like his stuff is is really amazing. So you really gotta check his stuff out. I mean, um, he, he'll have like probably his his whole stuff, like all his his artwork at Toy Comic Con. So you know that'll be like either either show Toy Comic Con or Nerdropolis. So you know that'll like, be definitely. yeah, that'll be something check. to check out for sure. Yeah. And we will have tickets to the Deland show that's coming just around the corner, the Deland Comic and Collectibles show at the Volusia County Fairgrounds on January 10th. We'll have those at Nerdtropolis while supplies last. So be sure to get there early, starting at 10 o'clock, goes till 2. That's 10A. That's right, Humphrey, you got to be up in the morning. 10 o'clock in the morning until 2 in the afternoon. Guess what, Patrick? What? I already have free tickets. Oh, that's... Oh, check it out. You are going to the Deland Comic and Collectible Show for sure. Yep. You'll get, you know why you got to go? Another reason? You will actually see my twin brother. Oh, your your uh, fire-breathing twin yes. brother? Yes, well, my, my doppelganger, my, my friend from, um, actually my brother from another mother, from uh, Phantasmagoria Orlando, John Diadon and I will be right next to each other to prove there there is two people. It's not, you know, just one bouncing back and forth. Two people, we will be in the same area. Our tables are right next to each other. Right when you come through the entrance of the Deland Comic and Collectible Show, it's us and Phantasmagoria, or it's Phantasmagoria and us. I don't know who's first, but yeah. The question is, which one is the evil twin brother? I am. I'm like in Star Trek. I'm like the Spock with a goatee. You know, it's me. But the thing is, you guys both have goatees. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm the bad guy. You know that. I'm the villain of, <laughs> I'm the villain of this story and every story. Uh, he, he says he's the bad guy, but the guy is actually pretty nice. Who, me? Yeah. Aw, Humphrey, dude. You just... Aw, man, what are you trying to do? <laughs> Come on. I'm the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> I have a reputation to keep, to live up to. Come on. I'm, I'm, I'm the bad one here. <laughs> <laughs> and you can just find out how bad at one of these locations. We'd love to see you. By the way, go to our events page right on our website, RileyandKimmy.com. We try to keep it updated uh, to places where the Riley and Kimmy show will be throughout 2016. Matter of fact, we have everything that we know of, and there's those that we missed, I'm sure, for the state of Florida that's going on from now till 2016. And we have our events, those that we've been invited to are attending, all highlighted in bold. <clears throat> yeah. There's going to be a lot of events this year, I'll tell you that. Oh, yes, and we're going to be adding more to the Riley and Kimmy show. I guarantee it. My, I uh, add a couple more that I was supposed to add the other day when you were telling me to do it before New Year's, but I didn't do it. <laughs> oh, you didn't do that one? Yeah, I didn't do that one. Now, are you, now, now that one I can't reveal here, but I will just state this much. It is a show the Riley and Kimmy show will be at, and... I'm going to urge you, Humphrey, contact that promoter during a regular business hours. Not right now because we're recording kind of late, <laughs> but contact him and say, hey, I uh, kind of oops. <laughs> See if you can get in. <laughs> I, I want my you evil, there. My, my evil brother over here, 
like told me about your show. You know, um, and you know who my, without revealing who it is, who my unofficial agent is, uh, you can name drop him. I'm sure he'll help you. <laughs> and you know who I'm talking about. Yes, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> just name drop my unofficial agent, even though he is sort of my agent, and just, you know, name drop him, and I'm sure maybe something can happen. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, hopefully. Just, you hopefully. know, just, you know, Claim stupidity, <laughs> claim an accident, claim anything. I want to see you at that that other show too. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna try my best to to do that one. Okay. Sounds like a fun one to do. It's going uh, it's going to be. I guarantee it. I you know I will be revealing some things about a show that we can't really talk about right now, but it's going to be a fun show. I can say that much. It's coming up in the Central Florida area in the not so distant future. And the Riley and Kimmy show will be talking more about that. And hopefully we'll, we'll say and see Humphrey Ching there. And, you know, we'll add you to the, to the list. You know, the funny thing about it is that it seems like this year is like, like, um, show, like the shows that, that are coming up this year are just coming up like nonstop. You know, that, that is true. There are, and there's like popping out of the ground like weeds, some of them. I mean, they're just, they're all over. Yeah, they just keep coming. Like, I'm like, I keep getting offers to like do this show and do that show and then i just like i'm i'm still trying to like uh what you call it yeah get used to my like vacation but it's over now but as we talk but i have to go back to work tomorrow (laughs) hi ho off to work humphrey goes but yeah it's like pretty surprising like all these shows that are popping up but it's going to be a fun year. It is. 2016 is going to be great. 2015 was fantastic. This is going to even be better, at least for us, and I hope it is for everybody else, Those who, especially those who are listening to the Riley and Kimmy show, and for Humphrey as well. And everyone can help make a, a good year you know, kickoff at Nerdtropolis Comics, and that is this coming Saturday. We look forward to seeing you starting at 10 o'clock until 2. Humphrey, I deeply appreciate you giving us a little bit of time to be on the, the show, and one of us will have to contact uh, Chris Butler and tell him we have an open microphone here uh, that, you know, we can't have you hogging the mic the whole time. Why not? Well, <laughs> no, you know. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'd love to talk to Chris a little bit before we uh, we do the, the big show, the big event in uh, in Ormond Beach, Florida. <clears throat> yeah, he, like, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure he'll, he'll be, uh, He'll be free to do something before we do a uh, Nerdtropolis. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to let you get back to creating and, you know, making all your beautiful art. And we look forward to talking to you in the not-so-distant future. And wait, I, I'm going to plug this. You're you're still on for doing the collectible reviews, correct? Yes. We're going to right. start uh, a new segment, I guess, right? That's right. And that's going to be brought to – you want to reveal who's the uh, the sponsor of that? Oh uh, yeah, um, our sponsor is going to be Mike's Toy, um, uh, my, Mike's Comics. We're going to have to teach you how to do this. It's Mike's Comics and Collectibles. <laughs> Mike's Comics and Collectibles, and uh, also the don't forget he's uh, the, the the Orlando Toy and Comic Con. Yes, they're both going to be sponsoring the event, the Orlando Toy Comic Con and Mike's Comics and Collectibles. 
on Orange Blossom Trail Road. Which, by the way, before we leave here, this episode's been brought to you by the Orlando Toy and Comic Con. And you can get tickets to the Orlando Toy and Comic Con. The show is happening on January 31st of Sunday. They are available during regular business hours at Mike's Comics and Collectibles on Orange Blossom Trail. Also, Epics Comics in Orlando and Heroes Landing in Claremont. <clears throat> yeah, make sure you go to the Orlando Toy and Comic Con because that's going to be an awesome show. I mean, one of my favorite artists is going to be there, and that's uh, Darren Cook. Oh, yes. I'm, like, really excited for that. Like, he's one of, like, my favorite artists full-time, so. You're going to have to behave. Don't you go too nerd on me. Don't scare me. Don't embarrass me, okay? (laughs) Don't don't you do it. (laughs) Don't embarrass us. I'm afraid that you're going to embarrass me. And how is that? What do you mean? What do you mean by that? With your with your crazy eyes, man. Oh, well, dude, I'm I'm gonna be totally behaved. I I'm gonna be respectable, dignified, very GQ that day. I guarantee it. You're gonna be the villain of that story. Uh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's me. Well, Humphrey, I'm gonna let you go and let you create. Thanks for being part of the Riley and Kimmy show. Thank you. We'll see. I'll see you soon. Visit RileyandKimmy.com to connect on social media and for archive podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.